Welcome to the La La Land podcast. I'm your host, Lex Nevin. This podcast is me finally giving myself permission to say all of the things I've always wanted to say. Imagine it being like one big exhale. From how I built my fashion brand dressed in Lala, to motherhood, to pop culture, to everything in between, because in Lala land, there are no rules. Well, except being yourself. I am so glad you're here. Let's get lost in our own little world together. Welcome back, my friends, to La La Land. This week, you are in for a treat because (laughs) yesterday I posted on my Instagram, which I've done many times. I've done the whole, like, ask me anything, but I thought it would be fun to do one where um, it was like, ask me, dear Lex, is what we're going to call it. And people just asked me for advice, and I'm going to give my unsolicited feedback on the questions you guys sent in. Um, Some of the questions are pretty crazy. And the reason why I'm saying you're in for a treat is because, like I said, I've done the question box. I've done the whole thing before multiple times. And the questions and things like that are always, once in a while, there will be like a snarky one or like something kind of weird. But for the most part, they're very chill and boring. No offense. But this anonymous thing. This was the first time I've done like the anonymous question box. So when you write in something, I can't see who said it. It like goes into this whole separate app. And um, these were wild. The people asking for advice, like some of these stories are definitely crazy, but like I think some people were confused and people were just like asking questions and just saying random confessions and things which maybe we need to do a confessions episode and it was just like so wild like as like so many first of all like literally like five times the amount I normally get and some of these were so wild to me I was like screaming so um I'm gonna give you a little life update we are gonna get into the advice segment and then if we have time at the end I'll read you some of just the wild things people said to me (laughs) sound good Um, Okay, so little life update. We, me, I, Lex, hi. Um, I am just, I don't know what's happening in my life right now because I don't want to like say it and then put it into even more like, like have it become even more of a thing by saying it, but like we're not going to we're not going to believe that's going to happen. I'm just telling you a story. I am in like my unlucky era right now. <laughs> like I have been having the worst luck. It's wild. Just like random things back to back to back. And it all starts with, let me just tell you the story. So we were supposed to, uh, we were supposed to receive a big, juicy, beautiful shipment at my Lala warehouse last Thursday. Um, We've been preparing for this shipment for a while. My team's been preparing because it's huge. It's over 7,000 pieces. It's all knitwear, which like, Lala, we slay at our knit, at our knits. Like, it's just facts. They're soft. They're plush. They're just, we're just kind of known for them when it comes to fall. And um, this was a huge, huge sweater and knitwear delivery. Seven, over 7,000 pieces, you guys. And the total, over $150,000 that I've already paid in full for this, okay? That's included. That's that's just for the inventory. That's I don't even think that's including the freight, which, like, costs a bunch as well. So we've been waiting on this order. It's finally coming. I mean, it's mid-October. Like, I need these knits. Like, it's sweater season. We are ready for them. We have them planned out fully when each one's going up etc. A lot of them were best sellers that we were bringing back for fall. Anyways, the shipment doesn't arrive on Thursday. So then we assume it will come on Friday. On Friday, long story short, because I don't know how much into details I can get yet, but 
on Friday, we basically find out the shipment doesn't show. And after doing more research and talking to people and this guy showed up and all these things, the whole truck was stolen. The driver went rogue, turned off his tracking device, wasn't answering calls from like the company. The guy that showed up to help him unload the truck was like, waiting at our warehouse for hours for him and we ended up getting his phone number and one of my employees called and he basically said no I'm not bringing this to you like yes I have your delivery and no I'm not bringing it to you like very short and like yes and no answers and anyways it's a whole thing so it is definitely like I'm trying to stay positive because I don't know I'm just hoping that like somehow it can like turn around and we get our stuff but I guess This is a thing that happens sometimes in L.A. It's never happened to me or anyone that I work with, um, like people that have worked at other companies before they've worked at Lala. This has never happened to us. So basically what happens is the the knitwear, all my this whole order was on a boat on the water and then it gets to L.A. at the port. And then from there, it gets set up to be picked up by this company and then they drive it from LA to Utah to us so these drivers that get hired to take the inventory from basically the port to the destination sometimes they steal inventory they'll take the truck or whatever they will sell it on the black market which is like a thing in LA where like they'll just go they have like empty warehouses or something and they'll drop it off they get paid and then those people like sell it anywhere like Santiali in LA or maybe like it could be sold anywhere um and then they'll like ditch the truck so this is pretty much we're pretty sure this is what's happening right now and it sucks so bad it sucks so bad because (laughs) first of all I think that's the most it's the most I've ever paid for one incoming order ever And, like, also let it be known that, like, if you didn't know, Lala is completely self-funded. Like, that money didn't just come out of thin air. Like, I am constantly making money, putting it back in, like, no loans, no debt. And so that's just $150,000, like, disappeared currently, um, which is, like, devastating to a small business like mine. Also, um, we need those pieces, like, to hit our goals for quarter four and just have inventory to sell Nordstrom like all these things you guys um so that and then also just it's really devastating to think that like my original designs like these are all original designs you can't find anywhere else that they might be sold somewhere shady like I don't you know so anyways we are currently like in the process of we have a police investigation going in LA and all of the things, but it's just all up in the air right now. But it's not sounding very promising. Um, anyways, so you guys, I'll give you more information as I have it. I honestly might need your help in the future, like in the coming next weeks. So I'll let you know on just keeping an eye out for this stuff and I'll tell you what it is and and all of that but for now we just have to let the police and the company do their job and trying to figure out it's like even if we could get any of it like I just want to call this dude up and be like yo what do you want like I'll pay you just give me my inventory because like I feel like at this point paying him off however much a couple thousand dollars or whatever is so worth it when it comes to all of that inventory that I already paid for and could sell and need to sell. Anyways, you guys, devastating, truly devastating. One of the craziest things that's ever happened. Um, I am just trying to like stay positive. And weirdly enough, when I first heard about it, I was like shocked. Like this is literally like pirate level shit. But um, I also feel weirdly calm so I'm hoping that's a sign that like I'm just trusting that things will work out I'm hoping that no matter what somehow we can get reimbursed or we can get the goods remade or 
I don't know, but just hoping for the best, truly. The most magical thing. Let's all put our manifesting powers together real quick for me. And the best thing that could happen would be for maybe there's just some sort of little miscommunication and the delivery shows up to our warehouse today or tomorrow or anytime in the next week. (sighs) Just hoping that's a thing. So that happened. Um, I was also driving on the freeway two or three weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I got hit in my windshield with a big freaking huge rock. Well, actually, I don't even know if it was huge. I'm assuming it was because I obviously heard the sound and I looked over and I had the biggest crack in my windshield and it just kept growing and growing and growing. It ended up being like bigger than a piece of paper. And it was like turning and it was just so like that kind of stuff just sucks. Like anytime something like that happens with your car, it's not fun, right? Like I feel like paying for that kind of stuff. Luckily, our insurance actually covered it, which is so swag. It's times like that where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm so glad past me like got insurance. You know, when you like wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, do I have insurance? Like the adult things that we're supposed to do. I'm always like, wait, did I like, is that a thing? You know what I mean? But luckily I did and I do. So I was able to get it replaced, but it took a week and I didn't drive my car because it seriously scared me that the whole windshield was going to like crack, whatever. So that got fixed uh, last week. Okay. I'm driving on the freeway yesterday, home from work. Guess who gets another crack in their windshield? Me. I got another freaking crack in my windshield another little rock or something. This time I was like not even like driving fast. There wasn't anything. It just was so random. I just hear the sound, look up. There we go. Another crack. Like, are we joking? So that happened. And um, (laughs) I I feel like there was a couple other things. I was just like, what is going on right now? Um, Lastly, the only other thing I can remember at the moment is I was sitting In my kitchen last night, Matt and I were on a Zoom call with my lawyer, Kirsty. shout out. But um, we're sitting there and I lean back in my bar stool. Also, let it be known, these bar stools are like less than six months old. And they were like, it was, they were one of those things where I was like, I had to like keep going back to buying. Like, I couldn't get myself to check out because like they weren't cheap. But like, I loved them so much and I knew they would like complete my kitchen. Okay, so like not cheap bar stools. I'm sitting in them during the Zoom call. I lean back. The whole back of the bar still pops off. Like I literally almost fell. Just what is going on? I don't understand. (sighs) I will say I know things could be worse. I know there's a lot more serious things going on in the world. Like obviously I know this. Um, But I think I need to try to like tap back in. Remember at the beginning of the year how we were all like, trying to hold like hone in on the whole lucky girl syndrome thing I need to like tap back into that because now I'm just like in this mindset of like what else is gonna go wrong which is so not like me also like let it be known that's just not my natural state of mind I'm usually like pretty optimistic or like pretty just like chill but um I mean I am dramatic but like I'm not like a negative person I would say Anyways, so yeah, I'm going to try to tap back into my lucky girl syndrome. I need to do that today. I need to like freaking sage my whole life. I need to sage, put sage everywhere that I can put it. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. Um, And tap back into my lucky girl syndrome. But I do have some exciting things coming up. My birthday is next weekend. Yes, next weekend. Not this coming weekend, but the next weekend. Um, And I just booked a trip to London. I've been on and off like if I'm going to go for a while because I have some friends going. And anyways, they're going for like a business retreat. And I just the business retreat part of it like wasn't calling to me. And so I just wasn't sure. And then I finally was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to go. I'm going to do my own thing during the day. Um, which feels like a little scary, but also like I've heard London is one of the safest places for women specifically. Um, and let's be real, like I'm just going to shop. I'm really excited to go and look for like just just to go and number one, get inspired. 
But number two, um, just be like trend watching and try to get inspired in that sense. So every time I travel, I might not come home with like exact inspo of like what I want to design, but I come home with like a new refreshed, like almost like filter of like everything I just saw and kind of like it like infuses into my life. I feel like like with Paris when I went last year, I couldn't put into words exactly like what I wanted to design when I got home but when I got home I was like in like a such a fresh headspace that was like I was so inspired by like all the architecture and like all of the art and the velvet and the just like over the top maximalist vibes like it just I don't know I just think for me traveling is such a big part of me being inspired all of us though right I feel like you get in the hang of like life like it's just it's like Groundhog's Day sometimes, not in like a bad way. But um, I think going on a trip or like getting out of your norm and going and doing something different somewhere new, like it's so good to shake things up and kind of remind you that life isn't just your what you wake up, eat, work, mom, whatever, go to bed. Like that's not what it's all about at all. And actually, I okay. So also, I wanted to tell you guys, I got so during this anonymous thing, there was a few D, a few of the like messages were like, "Why don't you respond to my DMs?" Or like, "Why haven't you responded to me?" There was like a couple, and I was like, "What?" Like, I know I'm not the best at responding, but like, I feel like for the most part, I'm trying. Um, but then I like went into my DMs, and you know how you have like your primary folder, and then you have like another folder. Well. In the other folder, there's another tab that said hidden messages. And I clicked on that and there were so many messages from you guys. And it's weird because the hidden message thing said we hide messages that may be like offensive or whatever. And like I'm clicking on it and like these are the nicest messages I've ever read in my whole life from you guys. So number one, I'm like devastated. I didn't see them in real time. So many of you guys talking about the podcast and just like being so sweet and encouraging and just chatting about things we were chatting about. Um, And yeah, I just feel so bad. I never saw them. So I started responding to some today, but just FYI, um, I didn't know those were there and I'm so sorry. And I'm so sad because honestly, like your DMS, like even if it's just like loved the pod today, like it's, it just puts some pep in my freaking step when it comes to the podcast. I was looking at um, randomly went to my podcast reviews and saw a couple new reviews. And I wanted to read this one that like literally also Morgan, my producer slash editor girl, my sweet angel baby girly pop. This is for you, too. I know this is going to make you feel so good. The most recent review. This is so nice to me. Because something about me is I'm really weird about like when I do something, I want it to feel very intentional and very professional. Like I I know that I could have just launched my podcast with like I could even just have recorded it on my phone and blah, blah, blah. But like I wanted to go all in. It's like it, it goes back to the business advice. I always say like if you want people to treat your business like a business, you have to treat it like a business, which like could mean a lot of things. But for me, it meant like investing in the equipment and like learning how to use it and things like that. Right. Which like um, investing in the equipment and things like that. It's not cheap. Podcast equipment like isn't cheap, but also like this podcast is like a whole new adventure it's not a part of Lala it's not a like I actually started my own little business for this even though we are completely negative in the hole right now because obviously I've made no money from it yet and I've just invested in all this stuff anyway so this this review like just it kind of like scratched a little itch in my brain that like felt so good for me is that how the kids say that phrase so it says the best This podcast goes beyond the surface, delves into the deep, and explores through her conversation. Good production, clear audio, great entertainment. I would have never expected a a review like that could like hit so hard, but it did. So thank you so much to whoever wrote that one. Another um, review came in last week that says, why do I love this podcast so much? Lex is so real and fun, and I love how she doesn't try too hard. Is She's just a natural podcaster. It's such a good podcast to have on, and I look forward to every Wednesday. 
so nice you guys so if these were your reviews um please dm me on instagram my personal instagram is lex nevin l-e-x-n-e-v-i-n and um send me your address and i'm gonna send you a like a lala trucker hat on me because like i'm not above bribing you guys to butter me up and make me feel good and that is on just saying what you need I remember one of the that's so dumb, but and it's dumb because it's so obvious. But one of the best things I learned within the last like three or so years, just in business and life with your husband, with your best friend, with your employees, whatever, is people don't know what you need unless you tell them. Like we do this whole like game in our head where we are like, especially with like our husbands or boyfriends, I feel like, or girlfriends or whatever. We're like doing the whole game where like you ignore them or you like you're kind of like short with them or I don't know. You know what I mean? And it's like people don't know what you need unless you tell them. You can't just expect people to read your mind. And this applies in like a silly way with podcast reviews. But this is just advice in general. Like I feel like instead of just beating her on the bush and, you know, wishing that your best friend called you more to hang out or wishing that your husband got you, surprised you more with like sweet things or I don't know what the crap or did the dishes more or whatever, like just ask them, just tell them. Isn't it funny how we make life so much harder than it needs to be? We really do. Anyways, but if you tell them and they don't do it, then I guess there's your answer that they're the worst. But most people are going to appreciate you telling them. It's so helpful to be like, oh, my gosh, yes, like I would love to help you with that. I didn't you know, it's like we most people don't know. We can't assume they know. Um, also, another recent happening is I did. If you listen to last week's episode, we had our cat photo shoot and it ended up being iconic. Um, so I had my two cats and then Paige, my friend slash photographer brought her two cats they our cats did not really like each other let's just say that so we couldn't really get a picture of all four cats together in the same picture but Paige is gonna work her magic and um so far she sent me some previews and they're just so iconic it's like exactly the vibe I was hoping for just like bougie crazy cat lady but you guys saw some of the pictures I posted them on my stories yesterday I've never had a response like that to anything I've designed by the way on my personal Instagram so I'm really excited about it. I'm so glad you guys are excited about it too. Like this collection, yes, it has cats on it, but it's not just for people who love cats because I feel like cats are so like, especially these cats, like they are so chic. They're so sassy. Like they are very designer inspired, like almost almost kind of like Gucci-esque or something. So you don't have to be a cat lady to like this. It's so good. I've had so many people be like, oh my gosh, I need this. And I don't even like cats because it's iconic. Um, and it is all dropping next Friday. I think it's October 27th is the day, but it's kind of like my little birthday collection at Lala because these are pieces I've just been so over the moon excited about. So we're turning it into like a whole little cat collection with some metallic pieces mixed in. Really cool. We also have a graphic tee coming. Um, but anyways, so if you're excited about it, make sure you're following Dressed in Lala. I'll also try to post on my personal Instagram when it's live since so many of you loved it. But thank you for being obsessed. It makes me so happy. Um, I'll share more pictures as I have them. Okay, let's get into this anonymous advice. Should we? Well, anonymous questions and me giving my just unsolicited advice. First question how to not be jealous of my friend and her new boyfriend. She had an affair and six weeks after being divorced, she has met the one. It's all falling into place for her. To me, like the second I read this question is you being jealous of your friend. Like this, obviously you're you're asking how to not be jealous, but I just think you like your feeling towards this whole situation. You should just look inward and be like, why am I jealous? Like, what about this is making you feel jealous? Like, are you happy in your relationship? Like, do you need to sit down and like talk with your husband or your boyfriend or whoever about what would make you happy? Like, what about her situation is making you feel jealous? Like, I think this is one where you got to kind of like go inward and like, are you happy? Why aren't you happy? Why are you happy? What do you like about your relationship? What don't you like? Like, 
this to me is just it's kind of like giving um if you've heard of like shadow work it's kind of like the things that we feel like shame about that we don't really say out loud I don't even know if I'm explaining that right but um to me this is like kind of just shining a light on your shadow and yeah I mean I don't know like your friend having an affair and then being divorced for six weeks and meeting the one like that's it's her story it's her life like not my circus not my monkeys (laughs) but to me it feels like that's probably really exciting it's fun it's new it's fresh it's exciting but just remember that like your friend like the way that things are going right now eventually like the excitement's gonna fizzle out and like she is you know what I'm saying like clearly she's in like the really exciting stage but like what about when she's not in the exciting stage it sounds like there's gonna be a lot of pieces to pick up like does she have kids how is this gonna affect her kids I don't know so Maybe you're just like craving some sort of like fun, exciting new thing in your life. And I think there's a lot of ways to like infuse that instead of like having an affair and um, having a new boyfriend or whatever. (laughs) Unless you truly, truly aren't happy. And like maybe this is just bringing that to the surface. But I would say maybe start with like looking inward at your life and being like, okay, what about this is making me jealous? And what can I do to like make that jealousy kind of like go away? I don't even know if this is making sense, but long term, it sounds like your friend. Yeah. Maybe she's in an exciting time in her life, but like it's a phase and eventually she's going to have to figure out all the other stuff, just like you're having to figure it out right now in your relationship. And I just think also like we always think the grass is greener and like the grass isn't greener. You know what I mean? The grass is greener where you water it. Justin Bieber said it first. So anyways, those are my thoughts on that. My goodness, I'm realizing maybe I'm not the best person to be giving advice on things like this. But I never said I would be, baby. I never said I would be. Okay. Dear Lex, I've dated a man for almost a year and a half. I have two kids with my ex-husband. I'm feeling like it's time for him to make up his mind if I am the one. I just don't want to waste my time and I would hate to waste his. I truly believe you know within 12 months. As I have kids, I feel like it is time to figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's hard because um, your new boyfriend, like, it sounds like he doesn't have kids. It sounds like maybe this is, like, a new situation for him. You know, like, not only does he have a girlfriend, which is you, but he also has two new kids out of nowhere that just, like, appeared, you know? So... I think I think it's so smart and like boss babe energy to be like, you know, make up your mind. Is it me? But I also think that like your situation might be different. Like you said, I feel like people usually know within 12 months if it's the one. But I just feel like with your boyfriend, maybe he needs a little more time than normal because it's a big decision. Like these things are big decisions. And I also just feel like I get like I totally get it as a girl there's like this need in us for like us to know what's going on it's just a thing we do it and I even remember like when I was dating Matt like we had been dating I don't even know like a year and I was just like what's going on like are we getting married and it's funny because now I like look back and I'm like first of all I was so freaking young I was like 22 and 23 but um like what are we in a hurry for you know, I get it. Like I get when you have kids, it's different. It's like the that person is in your kid's life. You don't want to like waste each other's time. Like you don't want your kids to get too attached. But it sounds like you're kind of already in that place where like you're all infused together. And so I guess my question to you is like, what's the hurry besides you saying like you don't want to waste each other's time? Because like, what does that mean? Like what is wasted time? I don't know. I guess <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is, first of all, you need to have a conversation with him if you haven't and tell him how you're feeling. Like, just be honest. But I think putting him in like some sort of ultimatum at this point maybe wouldn't be fair because this is like a big new thing for him and it's a big decision. And I just think like rushing into things where like t- 
to you, a year might seem like a long time, but in like the grand scheme of things, it's not scheme, scheme, scheme. Um, it's not like a year isn't. And I just think it's smarter to take your time and like be so sure both of you be so freaking for real that you're choosing each other and like this family that you've created rather than rush into it and end up maybe getting divorced down the road. Um, those are my thoughts. And I just feel like as I've grown up too, like it's hard because this person, like, I don't know if you grew up in the same, like purity culture, religion that I did, but here in Utah, like there's so much pressure to, it might be changing a little bit, which I really hope, but there's so much pressure to get married. Like, it feels like that's such a big part of your worth, especially when you're younger. I think as you get older, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, why did I think that? But it's just like ingrained in us. It's like programmed in us. So I just think um, also just stepping back and being like, is this programmed in my brain? Like, like, do I feel like I need to get married or engaged or whatever to like feel like this is important and valuable and like I'm worthy because if so, like, that's so not true. You're all of those things already. And I think taking your time and figuring out if, like, it's right for everyone is so much more, so much smarter than not. Okay. <laughs> Next. Dear Lux, how do you tell your husband you want to go to marriage therapy? We've always had a great relationship, but I find myself stuffing my feelings down instead of telling him how I feel because it seems so insignificant to make it a big deal. I'm just feeling disconnected and lost in motherhood. Okay, first of all, I totally get what you're saying. Like, feeling disconnected and lost in motherhood. Like, it is so easy to just get lost, like, in your relationship for it to feel. I feel like it's natural and normal, first of all. I guess that's what I'm trying to say is like what you're feeling is so normal. You might feel like you guys are like the only ones or something, but it's just people don't talk about it. But marriage, like your marriage goes through phases. It just does. And like you'll talk to someone older and like they totally agree with this. Like your marriage will go through phases where like there's just different. It looks different, especially like when you're in the midst of like having kids. Oh, my gosh. Like having like a baby. I feel like me and Matt were like. I don't know. It was, we were zombies, first of all, but also like it was just so you switch, I switch, you sleep, I sleep, like just so transactional almost. And like you just don't even have energy for anything else. And I just think that what you're feeling is normal, um, especially like the lost in motherhood thing, because it's so all consuming. But um, I think if you to me, like, and I hope this doesn't like sound savage, but if you don't feel like you can tell your husband that you want to go to marriage therapy, I get that it would be awkward maybe and like you feel weird or bad saying it. But I think if you feel like you can't say that, then like that might be a red flag. Like you want to be so comfortable and close to like not even I don't know, like you I just think that you should be able to say anything to your partner without judgment um I know it might hurt his feelings but I think you just need to explain how you're feeling and like it's not about you it's about me and it just feels like it would be a really like safe great place for us to reconnect without everything else being a part of it I remember when I was in therapy um it was kind of like in and out of still like COVID times and there was a few times where my therapist would switch to doing she was just doing like online zoom sessions and every time I was like no thank you because to me like I don't want to be at my office I don't want to be at my house I don't want to be like doing my therapy session on zoom in a place that I'm doing all these other things also where like people are there like for me going and even though it was like annoying to drive there and drive home and everything going to her office and like sitting in her room and like chatting just felt it felt like a good escape from everything slash like I wasn't clouded with all these other things and I could just talk freely I don't know if that makes sense but I think that 
if you kind of like phrase it that way, like it's not about you. It's not about anything except for like me just wanting us to like reconnect and like go somewhere neutral and um, like fresh and safe to be able to like chat. And also I would also just say people that I've talked to about this, like, cause I've totally been here. Like I'm honestly kind of here right now sometimes like Matt and I work together and we parent together and we live together. Like we're basically together all the time, but like we're different. We have like different titles in different places, if that makes sense. Like whether it's work or it's mom or it's dad or it's whatever. And it's easy to like get caught up. And everyone that I've talked to about this, they say that like the best thing you can do is date night. Like first start with like being like non-negotiable we're going to be having a date night every Wednesday night. Like it's non-negotiable. And I think it was my friend, one of my friends told me that she like told her husband, like, I want you to completely handle it. I don't want to have to worry about it. Um, It's going to be on like my calendar, but I want you to like just plan it. And it doesn't have to be that serious. It's like, maybe you go to a movie, maybe you go to Target, maybe you go to Costco together, but it's just like 100% time for just you two to connect without the kids and all the things. So I would recommend maybe starting with that. But if you're already like doing that, then just say it and try it. And like, I think it can kind of be a learning experience together. Like, I don't know what this will be like. I don't know if it will help, but like, it's something I really want to try. Like, would you be willing to try? This one I feel like I've kind of talked about a little bit, but we can talk about it. Dear Lex, how it says how do I get you to look at my DMs which like I'm so sorry if this is you DM me again so it comes to the top like I said I'm working on it um but I do feel like I'm getting better so maybe yours was in the hidden folder JK in all seriousness how do you know how to design clothes did you teach yourself is this a skill you've known since childhood um this no <laughs> the answer is just no <laughs> Um, I definitely didn't know it since childhood. I truly still like I wouldn't say that like I could sit down and sew something or like put a tech pack together or anything like that. Like I'm not even really good. I'm pretty good now at this point of being like, you know, I need to add two inches of the like just looking at something and knowing how much I need to add or take off or things like that. But like I I started designing clothes purely from a place in my brain and just like having an idea in my head and explaining it. And I think that part of owning a business and like getting to where you want to be is being really scrappy and being really resourceful. So like for you, if you, I think the way that I was able to, the way I am able to design clothes and the way I was able to in the beginning when I literally like knew nothing except the ideas I had was the ideas like that's the magic part like do you have a picture in your head or a feeling that you're trying to create or like you know maybe you have like a inspo board on pinterest that encapsulates the vibe that you're going for i don't know but like i think that that like little that thing in your head that you want to design that that's the magic part and i think the other part of finding someone to help you is the scrappy and resourceful part. And to me, it's just like, how determined are you to bring your dreams to life? Like as cheesy as it sounds, because I'm sure you know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows how to sew. And maybe you can't afford to pay them to make this first sample piece for you, but maybe you could babysit their kids for an agreement like you know for 20 hours or something to make up for it like this is what I mean by being resourceful and scrappy um those are like I just think that's a huge part of the beginning of a business slash just like doing what you want to do like don't take no for an answer and basically like all about to say like no I don't know I didn't go to design school I don't know if I've told you guys this before but I told my parents I wanted to go to fashion school I wanted to go to fit them I wanted to do the whole Lauren Conrad thing and my mom literally said no like we won't support you in that financially 
also. Um, because that's a waste of your brain. <laughs> well, that's what they said to me. <laughs> but um, I ended up, I figured out how to get here regardless because I think I always knew that this was kind of my path. Um, I also think if it feels really overwhelming to go from designing nothing to designing your whole line or whatever, like break it down into little steps because maybe you just start with something simple. Like what is something you want to create that you love? Like do you have something in your closet that you're obsessed with, but you know, you could build off of it and change it and focus on this one simple item maybe because that would be a good place to start and then you can build upon that. So like with me, um, I started like my first original designs, you could say were just graphic tees that I had printed locally. Um, and, you know, there wasn't crazy minimums. I could put my message that I wanted to share on them. I could style them in so many ways. Like that was how I started, even though it wasn't as like, you know, magical unicorn fairy dust. But um, I built on that and it's gotten me to where I am now. So use your resources and um, maybe break it down into really small steps. But no, like I think if you have a vision, that's all you need. Now you just need to figure out how to bring your vision to life. Dear Lex, my husband of nine years cheated on me. We have three kids. I'm scared, but I think I need to leave. Advice. First of all, bro. I am so sorry. Like, that sucks. It sucks especially because, like, being a mom and having three kids, like, that is so much work. And I'm sure you've put in, like, so much work and love and just so much of yourself into your family. And I just think, like, personally, like, I don't have any sort of, like, forgiveness for cheaters. Like, to me, I just think it's, like, one of the most selfish things you can do. And I think there's, like, so many, like, things that happen before that happens that, like, they could have stopped it and made it better. Like, if you're not happy in your marriage, then get a divorce. Like, yeah, it sucks. The thing about it is I feel like most people cheat. And this isn't true for everyone, okay? Also, if you've cheated, like, I don't judge you at all. It's just this feels, this is how I feel. So, like... If you don't agree, that's fine. And also, if you have done this, like, I also don't judge you. This is just my advice, okay? To this beautiful woman who wrote this in. I think that most people that cheat, that aren't happy in their marriage, are really, I think their ego almost, like, gets the best of them. Because whether, like, they didn't want to get a divorce because they didn't you know, want to be divorced or maybe they didn't want to like hurt the other person or maybe they didn't want to like be the reason that they like broke their family up or whatever. But like, that's just the truth of it. And like, I think anything you can do in an honest way is better than the dishonest way. And so sure, it might freaking like have hurt for him to tell you he wanted out or to tell you that he whatever he wanted but to me, I just think it's, like, so selfish and it's so, like, ego-driven and and it's just, that's just the vibe. So, anyways, I'm so sorry. Do I think you can work through it? Like, do I think I could work through someone cheating on me? I don't know because I think I would always be paranoid and I would just, I don't think I could ever fully trust again. Like, I just don't think I would ever be 100%. I know some people do do it and sometimes they end up, like, happier on the other side, like, after working through all the crap. But I think you saying that you want you need to leave, but you're scared. I think it sounds like you've made up your mind. I always say if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And so you wondering if you should leave, like. It sounds like you've made your mind up. It sounds like it's a hell yes. It's it's a thing. But if it's not, if you're not 100 percent sure, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard, but I will say that you deserve so much better. You deserve the world. Um, I hope he is so apologetic. I hope he's being kind to you through all this. I also think a big part of cheating is like, how did you find out? Like, did you 
catch him? Was he honest and come forward? to? Was he honest about it and like came forward to you about it? Like all of these things matter. But I also think a lot of the times we assume that like our lives, like once we're 30 or whatever, 30 something, we assume that like our best years are behind us or whatever. But that's just not true. You have so much life left to live. Like you, you haven't even hit the most magical parts yet, I'm sure. So don't let that scare you. Like you have your whole life ahead of you. And um, I also think it's like so important to show your kids how strong you are. And that can come through in so many ways. But I think for you, it's just doing what you feel like you need to do right now. So good luck. Message me if you want. Um, But you got this. And give me your address so I can come like egg your husband's car. Dear Lex, I haven't dated in like four years. I went on a date last week and things got a little sexy. High five emoji. (laughs) And now he's ghosting me. I'm trying to not go crazy. Any advice? So this is purely from a girl who got married when she was 23. Um, But looking back, like, I feel like if I could redo anything, I would just have more fun and be more crazy and be more reckless, like in a smart way. And I think right now for you, like, it's probably girls are just wired different, right? Like, generally, that kind of thing, like, it means more to us than guys. Not that I don't mean that in any way. I know it can go both ways, but we just get, like, um, emotionally attached quicker, I think. Um, Anyways, what my advice is to you is to go have fun. Like, don't focus on him. Don't be in a place of scarcity. Be in a place of abundance. And what I mean by that is like there are so many guys out there, so many hot guys who are going to love to take you on dates that you can hang out with, that you can have fun, that you can laugh with. Like this guy is a drop in the bucket. And sure, maybe he'll like see you out living your life and he'll want to come, you know, like what's the word? Nail it down. No, that sounds really bad. I don't know what I'm trying to say, except for like, he might be like, yo, no, like I want to be with you. But um, I, this might be like old school too, but I truly believe in like playing hard to get. I will say that. Like, I think it is way more powerful than you could ever realize. So I would say just stop texting him for now. Um, If he texts you and you want to text back, you can, but wait, like instead of texting him back, maybe wait an hour. Maybe wait two hours. And in the meantime, like get back on your grind. Go meet some more guys. Have fun. This is your life. You're alive. You're breathing. And like the sky is the limit. So just go have fun. Just just live your life. Don't don't worry about this guy. If it's meant to be, it'll be. Dear Lex, my therapist has been canceling my appointments for three plus months. Should I find a new therapist? 100%. What? This is the weirdest thing I've heard. Like, how unprofessional, first of all, and second of all, like, you're a therapist, bro. Like, you are supposed to be the one that's, like, teaching us how to, like, have boundaries and be up front and, like, say how we feel. Like, why can't your therapist just be, like, like, if it's not a good fit and she thinks that or whatever, why can't they just say, sorry, I don't know if it's a girl or a guy, but why can't they just say like, Hey, like, I don't know if I'm the right fit for you. Here are some recommendations of other people you can go to. It is the weirdest, most untherapisty thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Anyways, 100%. I think you should find a new therapist. Um, Also, just take it as a sign from the universe that maybe there's a better therapist out there for you that's just going to be a way better fit. Um, Also, just like this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I'm so sorry, but also like what a weird thing. And also like it's a really it's an interesting fact about you that you can tell people in the future, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Dear Lex, how do you just show up as your true authentic self, self in business? I am almost there, but I just can't cut the final cord. Um, I think that like we hear this all the time, right? Like be your authentic self, just be yourself. I say it all the time, but I think that 
I think sometimes people get really confused by what that means. And I think it also could mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But for me, you being your authentic self is like, that's just whoever you are right now. Your authentic self might be like a different person in a year, in a month. Like you might go through something and it changes you or you figure out something out. Like I think that as humans, like it's so powerful to change our opinions and and um, change our mind on things and see different sides and change and grow and evolve. Like all of these things are so important. So basically what I'm saying to you is like, I think you're maybe making it harder than it needs to be. And maybe like who you're being right now is enough. And maybe tomorrow you'll wake up and you'll feel the need to, you know, be even more of yourself or something, you know, you might change your views on something and it changes the way you show up. Like, I don't know, but I think, um, especially in business, this just can get, sometimes it makes it like showing up and being yourself and all these things. I think we make it harder than it needs to be because like I said, it's different for everybody. So for me, I used to get really, um, caught up in like, do I need to show my face on Lala's stories? Like, do I need to be on there talking? Like, how often do I need to be modeling? Like, all these things. And during this time of trying to figure all that out, I was so overwhelmed with so many things. And those things just made me even more overwhelmed. And my mental health was just, like, not well. And I think for me, I realized that my best self, like, me being my best self, is whatever I can do at that time and my true self, I guess. It's whatever I'm able to do at that time. And I learned that like talking on stories, just like it stressed me out and it like focusing on that rather than focusing on creating the clothes and the messaging and the visuals and the way things look, that was like taking away from the important things for me. So I'm not going to spend my time like worrying about showing up and talking on stories when I could be doing these other things. Um, and that's OK. That might be like just me being myself. But for someone else, it could look different. They could be on stories talking all day. Anyways, all of this to say, I think also the easiest way, especially in the beginning where you don't have the um, option of like, do I show up and talk on stories or do I not? Because maybe you don't have anything else consuming your time right now because you're just trying to grow your business and grow your community. To simplify it all, I think the easiest thing you can do is just show up and act like you're talking to a friend. Like you don't need to be all like stunning, like snatched to the gods. You don't need to change your voice to talk higher. You don't need to, I don't know, like all these things, like just show up act like you're talking to a friend. And I think that that um, translates better than anything ever will. And I do think you get more comfortable over time and just let it flow. I think letting it flow and feel like natural is way more important than forcing yourself to be your authentic self. Like, what does that even mean? It's such a mouthful. So I don't know if that helps, but simplify it act like you're talking to a friend and uh, things will just get easier as you go okay this will be our last one this week but i'm telling you i barely scratched the surface on these so i think we'll have to do this again maybe we'll do it a monthly thing dear lex i feel like everyone around me is doing so much better financially than i am and it's causing me to feel like i have to have the nice stuff in order to be accepted by them how to combat that well first of all if there is one thing i have learned in my almost 32 years of life is that I would way rather be hanging out with the friend who is fun, who makes you feel good, who builds you up, who is supportive and all of that than the cool friend who like appears cool on the outside or whatever. Um, and I think most people would agree with me. And I think if you're hanging out with people that make you feel like you have to have those things, or have to be a certain way to be cool, then like you should ditch them ASAP because those people aren't, they clearly, their brain is not matured or they are just like stuck in some weird realm of like literally crap that doesn't matter. Um, I think what, what you 
maybe should do to feel better is unfollow people that make you feel like that. Like even if it's just influencers that maybe you've followed forever or whatever, because I think it's so weird. I actually was thinking about it. I So I unfollowed everybody on Dressed in Lala's account and that's where I used to like follow anyone and everyone. <laughs> Um, but I unfollowed everyone over there. And so then on my personal account is now like the only place I follow people. And so in the switch of that, I feel like I unfollowed a lot of businesses or influencers or things that I kind of forgot about. Um, and I actually was thinking about it today because I was getting Aussie dressed and I used to follow this really cute baby shop that would like drop new arrivals or not baby shop, but like a kid little boutique thing that had really cute clothes. Um, they had like new arrivals weekly and I was like, wow, I haven't seen their stuff forever. Like I haven't bought anything from them in forever. And then I realized like, oh, like I don't follow them. And it's so silly because otherwise I think I probably would have bought stuff and it's like stuff that I didn't even need. Or like you notice when you like there's one specific influencer I that comes to mind that I used to follow who like I was ordering stupid crap on Amazon so often, just like random stuff that she would post about because I'd be like, oh, like that is so nice. Like that seems like a good thing to have. And it's like the most obscure like <laughs> towel holder or like whatever. And um, I noticed when I unfollowed them, like, like, like a little, I remember like one of the things I bought was like a little shoulder massager. And, like, it was cool for a day, but then, like, I never used it again. But, like, once I unfollowed that person, like, I stopped buying such stupid random crap. <laughs> it's so weird how, like, we are so influenced. And I wonder if this is, like, a fact. But you know how they say, like, you you um, become most similar to, like, the five people you're around most? I wonder if it's similar on social media, like, the people that you, like follow and see their stuff the most or like you're like most influenced by probably now that I'm saying this out loud it sounds obvious and dumb but anyways all of this to say you might not even realize it but following people that are you know buying expensive things and posting about them and all these things like it might be affecting you more than you realize um but then outside of like social media like in real life I would just First of all, you might assume that because you're around people that have nice things that they expect you to have them, but I can promise you they probably don't. They're hanging out with you because they like you. Like, I could care less what my friends are wearing when we hang out. Do I love fashion and I love a good fit? Of course. But, like, my best friend, Kinsey, she will admit this to you herself. She goes to Disneyland all the time. She's like a Disney adult. And she has bought some of the fuggliest shiz I've ever seen. Like she had this like stupid, stupid baby Yoda sweatshirt that she got when she was cold once. And it ended up being like so comfortable that she would just like wear it around her house all the time. And like when we hung out and like I could I was like, that is the fuggliest sweatshirt I've ever seen. But like the fact that she's wearing it makes me love her even more because she's just so herself. Like people don't actually care about that stuff. And if they do you shouldn't you shouldn't worry about trying to impress them and being their friend. I highly recommend finding new friends. Um, also, just on the same note, I recommend following people that make you feel good about yourself. Like I've seen so many people that post like really good um, hauls from like H&M or Forever 21 or even Amazon, like things like that. Um, there are people that are in the same boat as you. Like, it's all so, life is just, like, one big flowy up and down situation, and I think we've all been there before. We will maybe all be there again at some point. Like, it might seem like everyone is doing better than you, but I can promise you we all have way more in common than we can, than we realize, and also, like, people might be feeling the same way you're feeling, and so then they're just buying stuff to buy stuff, and, like, Anyways, I dare you to just be yourself and you will be more magnetic and attract way more people and everyone will want to be around you way 
more than they care about what you're wearing or what you have or whatever. Okay, you guys, as promised, I'll read a couple of just the random things that people said to me that I was like so confused about. But also now I'm like so curious. This anonymous thing is like kind of toxic in a way. So the very first thing I got told on this thing, you're so attractive. And then I got another one. I've had a crush on you for years and you still don't know L-M-A-O. Excuse me? Like, I reveal yourself. Who are you? Because I don't hang out with people like this. I don't know. I am just so curious who this person is. Like, yes, I'm married and have a child, but this is so random and weird for me. I'm assuming it's like it's a friend or someone I worked with. I don't know. Or maybe someone's just playing with me, but I'm like, what? Okay. Like I said, why won't you respond to me? You're so fun to be around. Hi, I work with you. Like, what? These are so... The Anyways, the anonymous thing is like, it's just wild to me, but it's kind of fun, you guys. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Who says that? All right, all right, all right. It's like Adam Sandler or something. Anyways, what a wild episode. I don't know if my... Now I'm like feeling like really like vulnerability hangover, and I hope I didn't say anything that offended anyone, and if I did... I'm so sorry and I still love you and I hope you still love me too. And um, I'll see you next week. I will be in London, um, but, you know, I'll do my best to pre-record an episode for you and get it up. Otherwise, just just know that I love you so much and you'll hear from me very soon. Okay, bye! Bye!